Vision View Sports Radio Outside Broadcast. To just have a chat with me uh, regarding uh, football and uh, football development, sponsorship, and uh, all those things. Uh, we've moved now from uh, the men, it's now women power. Um, let me start with you, Osmat Sepo, if you can just uh, hand over the mic. If, uh, just uh, can you tell us about the relationship that Clinics has with um, uh, Brastix Morewa and uh, what that, led, that relationship led to this uh, event that we gathered here for? Thank you, um, Program Director. So good afternoon, everyone. So the relationship that we have as clinics is one that was really spearheaded and championed by our group CEO, Dr. Matzeke, who from years ago had been almost like someone who viewed um, plastics as his mentor from both a business side of things, but just from just a life um, perspective. And based on that, um, he then championed his direction, particularly in, Bobby was mentioning it, in building the hospitals and really using his business acumen and his wisdom to say, where can we take private health care, um, you know, in, in the previously disadvantaged communities. So over and above that, then, you know, it went into soccer. But then later in his life, he then joined our group, which is a private hospital group. He then joined us um, as in the position that I'm actually occupying, so as the Chief Marketing and Com Communications Executive, um, then obviously um, supporting sports. So where we are at the moment as a company, we then decided that this was a legend that we wanted to honor and keep his name going beyond you know, um, his time on Earth, which is why we are here. This hospital is called Solomon Sticks Morewa um, Hospital, which is a wellness hospital, as Fabian was saying earlier on. Um, and over and above that, to keep his legacy of wanting to see a black child prospering um, from a sporting level, from the developmental level up until, you know, um, a professional level, it's, that was his vision. And that's why as... Um, Clinics. We thought it would be very great to keep his name going and the legacy going from that perspective. And as a follow-up to that, how important then is it to keep that legacy going? It's very important to keep the legacy going because at the end of the day, we need to ensure that there is a pipeline of talent management within sports. We've seen what sports has done, um, not just soccer, but across all the, the big sporting codes. We know that it is a unifier. We know that it actually gives our children and our communities something to hope for. And that is something that he held on to even before it was fashionable for people to see it, which is why you'd see the Chepis um, Soccer League as well. All of those things he, he championed at a very early stage. So for us as a corporate, it's important to kind of have some financial backing that is supporting what we believe to be um, an area of growth and an area of hope for our communities. So it's important then to keep it going um, because if there is no financial investment in that, there is only so much you can do. So for us, we, we continue to say we're challenging other corporates as well to say, what role are you playing 
in the development of soccer? What role are you playing to make sure that the children that did not have access, and I'm talking about boys and girls, that did not have access and did not have the opportunity um, to play, how do you then open doors for them? And, and for us to do that, we all have to work together. It's not just an administrative thing, but it's also a business thing as well. Thank you so much. Uh, if you can just pass over the mic to uh, Coach uh, Shorty. <laughs> okay, it's in Piwe. <laughs> if we look at, uh, if we following from what uh, Osman Sepas just said, talk about development, uh, opening doors. I mean, as a former player, how crucial is a tournament like this uh, uh, for the young ones that will be playing here uh, as it will perhaps open the doors for them? Sanbanan? Jovicho? Okay, just checking, just checking. It's still early. I know we permit me last most of us footballers, but um, I'm glad I'm sitting here and not behind that because you would just hear a voice like my name. <laughs> but um, in what Osma Tepo is saying, the key word for me is access. Um, opportunities are there, Galo. There's so much out there. There's so much money out there. There's so much everything out there, but access and especially for black children. We are still oppressed, even where a person can come and speak for themselves, but we're still facing that. And when there's companies that are not saying we want profit and to keep it there, but with their profits, they are sharing it with us. That's key. Because if I didn't have access to this event today, I wouldn't be here sharing um, these good news and sharing who I am with people. Access has helped a Simpiwe Lulwe, Posham Dise, Janine Van Vey, Amanda Lamini, a Tembi Khatlane, Refile Jane, you know, um, it has helped and enabled us to be citizens of the world. Uh, U Pratebza is talking about he only had two caps and he went and gone overseas. He was given access to opportunity. So I love the fact that it's the 16th year, 17th year, and continuing because. I don't know who Obab Sticks is, Futigim. I don't know him, but today I'm here because of him, his legacy. He wasn't doing it for himself, he was doing it for my children, whom he didn't know would exist because he didn't know I would exist. And that's where we talk about selflessness. Um, everybody that's here, they are not doing it for themselves. They've gone past playing. Some never got a chance to play. But they want to get the access for the kids that are out there that don't have the ability to be in such spaces. So for me to see uh, the clinics health group being able to come through and say, it's not ticking a box. There's a lot of people that tick a box to say, as long as No, they are making an impact. And for me, also, it's not women having to fight and having to say, it's a statement that's out there, back corner, without us asking. So that's key for me to say, we need to build a South Africa that does not say, men, business is what about women? Who's going to marry those women? Who's going to marry those men? So if we start building a South Africa that makes it equal for men and women, and equal does not mean men getting 50,000 and women getting 50,000. But it could mean men getting 50,000, women getting the same treatment of a 50,000. That's the difference. So the clinics group is not saying, uh, two teams, no. 
they are saying it's open. And to the people that are making Shoguti, women don't have to fight so many battles, but come in and focus on playing and competing. That's what we're on about. And I think the other big thing I want to say is that it's key for us women not to feel entitled to be in such spaces. You, you have to earn it. Yes. You don't feel good just because no, no, <laughs> doesn't work like that. You earn it. And when you earn it, once you're in that space, you prove your worth. Because even the men have to prove themselves. Ukoch always says, Ukoch uh, Muloy would always say to me, Simpio, you are in this space of analyzing and all of that. Singak by working hard. That's key. So even for the girls that are coming through, the teams that are coming through, they must give us quality football that we've seen over the years. If these tournaments don't exist, there'll never be a Simpio Lulu. There'll never be a Posham Dise. We used to go and play vets, different tournaments and all of that. It's a That's our weapon. So I'm happy that um, institutions like this, they are making sure they are giving kids out there a voice. They might not speak eloquently. They might not be the best in how they dress, but they are the best with their feet. They are the best with their talent, and they speak the loudest. They are clear. Vision will be clear because they are given access to play football. As a former Banyala Banyala player, uh, captain as well, and uh, currently coach of the under 17s, uh, the women's team, we see football, uh, women's football uh, on the rise uh, around the world. How then does it excite you to see that Clinics uh, Health Group through uh, the Sticks Morawa Soccer Challenge has actually brought on board as well uh, the women? Because we know when it started, uh, Barfil will uh, agree with me, when it started we didn't have uh, the women's team here. Now we have uh, women's teams uh, in this uh, tournament. <laughs> you know, in 2019, uh, when Banyana went to the World Cup, Mark Itim Listi Pumalapaya. Uh, you see we're playing Spain. Spain, all those players, Barcelona, Real Madrid, Manchester United, Tina, Mahokurutane, something, Simpure FC, Abana Neches. We are competing against world-class players that play Euro under 15, under 17, under 20, under 23 before they get to the senior team. And in all of that in the national teams, guna makapa bawa jalai, guna women's champions league, guna ma tournament bawa jalai, we Arsenal, we Bayern Munich, we, you know, different tournaments that they play. Internationally at under 15 already. So, kabangalea experience yonke lea against players that are coming to the World Cup, flying for the first time abanye. Coming to the World Cup for the first time, Abanye. When they get there, because they are not used to those situations. They are not used to being in a tournament. At a tournament, you see players performing one match and then that's it. Because they are not accustomed to the way and the life of a tournament. But most and you play in the afternoon. You play a day later, two days later. It conditions you. You are used to the harsh conditions of being in a tournament. We might take it lightly, but being in a tournament from this age, it actually starts conditioning the players to say, we are competing against the best of the best. It's that exposure. The more we expose our kids from an early age about competitiveness, long-term athlete development, because 17, I'm expected to win and qualify for the World Cup, right? Those players, when they come into the national team, they're supposed to be training to win. 
that's where they should be. But guess what? Your best players that are coming into the national team, and I must give results, right? But if they're in these tournaments, they're exposed to more quality, more competition, they improve. The game is the best teacher. And if there's more tournaments that are like this, if Silalistics Murewa tournament, Manjango December, Mochanwar, when a preseason tournament, Yaga Simpu, whatever tournament, Nininugunatabuhomloing or April, Mochun Guneng, Elalai, players that were not good Mochanwar, by June, playing three tournaments in between, they'll be better. That's what these tournaments are doing for young players in the national teams, in clubs and all of that. And the national team is not just the epitome of it, but we want to see them overseas. We want to see a Tembi, the next Tembi Khatlanas. Tembi comes from Oshakeng, and she's played in these tournaments as well. Rifilo Jane comes from Esoweto. She's played in these tournaments. Use Italy from these tournaments. So we don't take them lightly. I wish a lot more corporates could come in and not tick a box, but really genuinely do it because, believe me, I've had a chance to play in such tournaments and I see the importance of why these must never be stopped because those national teams benefit, clubs benefit, families and, and, and communities get elevated through us because Alex why Alex and Soweto has taken care of Simpiwe Alex uh, uh, um, the Sticks Murewa tournament has unearthed Abu Simpiwe so people want to know where do they come from we are a gold mine we just need to make sure we are not greedy we are not selfish and we become very selfless and sometimes payment doesn't come with it but the biggest payment is when a child sits there I played in this tournament, I played in that tournament. This person I watched play, that person I never watched play, but their history and their legacy, I can never let them down. Thank you, Sempiwe. Uh, lastly, um, clinics, health, health groups. Uh, Fabian touched on it earlier, but what else do you offer as a group because I know this is not the only hospital that you have. Yes, so we have eight hospitals. Um, we have five in, um, and we call them acute hospitals. And then we have one day hospital in the middle of Johannesburg. It's called the Dr. GMPJ um, Day Hospital. And then we also then have this one, which is a mental wellness hospital. The other one is in um, Kalinen. So it's the Kalinen Wellness Hospital. So for us, it was very important um, when the vision bearer, Dr. Matzeke, decided to um, implement his vision of providing access to quality health care. He was very clear that as a black person in previously disadvantaged communities, there is no reason why you need to be running to Morningside Private Hospital or Sentin Mediclinic or Mill Park when actually you're able to have an equally good private hospital just in your neighborhood. So all our hospitals So all our hospitals are in previously disadvantaged communities. So we have Tsepotemba and Dr. S.K. Matzeke private hospitals in Soweto. So whether you go to Dobsonville or you're going to Deep Kloof, there's a private hospitals which punches at the same weight as a Sentin Mediclinic would punch, which punches at the same weight as Brenthurst would punch. So we're saying we don't deserve any less 
um, health care simply because we are in previously disadvantaged communities, we deserve better. There's one in Fosloras called Butsilong, there's one in Sibukeng um, called Naledi Hospital, and then you go to Mafikeng, there's another one in, um, in Mafikeng called Victoria Itukulle Hospital. Why are we doing that? We are saying that our excellence as black people has to show in the things we build and in the legacy that we build for generations to come. And it was at the time when we hadn't even voted, around 1992, when Dr. Mazeke decided he wanted to build this empire, he wanted to build these hospitals. We were not voting at the time, but he was saying, I will build world-class hospitals for um, under the Clinics Health Group banner for the black communities. And right now, we continue to grow. We continue to um, drive our purpose of making sure that there is healthy well-being um, in our communities. We continue to educate people about healthy well-being. We're saying we don't want to see you when you are sick. We want to journey through life with you as you are growing up, as you are raising children, as you are going to school. And should there be a need for you then to access healthcare, just know that we are a partner that's there for you. Thank you very much. And in closing, Simpiwe, uh, uh, your word of advice. I know the players are not here, but the coaches are here, the media is here. Just your word of advice to uh, the players that will be playing in this tournament, and you can say what you wanted to say before yeah. you answer my question. <laughs> I think before I give a word of advice, um, I think given this opportunity, I'd like to challenge you guys further. Um, Mental health is something that is key. We've seen one of our players, Gubanyana, they've um, cited mental health to taking care of their well-being and they've moved away from being in the national team because they are taking care of self. <laughs> There's a lot of abuse for players in clubs, in teams and all of that. Some of it is intentional, some of it is unintentional. Some of it is direct, some of it is indirect. Um, I think Gune Ward, Emilini Vule, way and Ward just being a space that you need to open uh, for teams to bring in their coaches, that, because coaches also by image. Um, coaches go through divorces because Utatimalia Senjini for the club, they can't balance, they, there's so much that they are giving, not getting. And the same with players. A lot of players are abused. When they make it, they must give back, even if when they don't have. A lot of players are told you are nothing because they are not making it better like their teammates. A lot of players are not treated fairly because they are not good enough. Lesos Kati, they have not bloomed for his katsabo. And a lot of players leave the sport because of penalty and all of that. And a lot of it, will raise happy children and a happy community. So Mina, it's challenging in Impayona is to say, coach, when he was speaking, he said he challenged you guys three years ago. Now I'm posing the challenge to say, I would love to hear a launch of some sort that says we are opening space for teams to bring in their players for mental wellness before they suicide, before they stop the, the uh, playing, because as teenage pregnancy, there's so much, boys and girls, there's so much they're facing. There's abuse. 
and then they stop. No, no, because I can't handle all of this. And if there was a financial group, I would challenge them as well to say, how do we help them and educate them? The reason we fail is because there's nobody that cares to teach us while we are approaching success. But they want to remedy us, and it's difficult to remedy failure. A lot of people don't come back from that. So um, I would love to see that initiative. <laughs> I'll avail myself to that. I saw that coming. <laughs> and, and because it's key. It's, it's key. It's, it's difficult when 68 million people are looking at you to say, you are a Tembi Khatlana, you must do well. You've lost family members, but you must do well. They want to see you score, but nobody cares to say, Emotionally, how are you doing? Coach yeah. there's emotionally, how are you doing? When people are swearing at you for putting a best 11 that you are seeing there, how do we remedy that? How do we strengthen them? How do we place people in those teams to say once a week, mental exercises, mental strengthening, mental acumen is built with them because those are world beaters. Sia Kolisi is a world beater because there was a lot that was built into him. Anybody that comes in and say, I see a colleague, I was not Lali Rapi, we Julanjan Lapol, but Sia Colisi has brought 68 million people together and the world together because of the mental strength and the mental health that he has. Napuma Labata, I lost short when I have better food, but mentally I'm okay. Mabatina Petangiti, but fetching lungs up in Seranabo because mentally I'm okay. But if mentally I'm not okay, Mabat lost short when you are better, I quit. Niagalen and Safun foot in a Lira and Alepola Lenu, Niagalen pants, I break down. But they've forgotten for us to build, who build and Tabatina health. So, um, and in my parting words, I want to encourage mostly the coaches that will bring these boys and girls to these um, tournaments. Like your own children. Those kids will become coaches of your children, of your grandchildren. Those kids will become abosis matepoksasa that will take out money because they're going to school. They're going to be educated. Not all of them will end up in football. Some of them are going to be accountants, engineers, and all of that. They will plow back. But I don't even think of plowing my money there. So, and Ubatanda is not always giving them money. But Ubatanda is to say to them, Ubatanda. Ubatanda is saying to them, You don't have boots, I'll borrow you boots. Right now. Then I can return them after. Ubatanda is saying to them, As in, Nzon collector. That's loving them. Ubatanda is saying to all of them, You are equal. Ubatanda is you saying to them, that's you loving those players. And the um, message that I need you to send to your players is to say, for you to be great, it doesn't mean you must do things sometimes go big. Go big and stand for that big. Believe in yourselves. Believe in your dreams. Write them down. In five years' time, I want to be in the Banyana Banyana team. And in writing those dreams down, work towards them. Ask, how do I get there? 
coaches don't be afraid to put them under pressure because netaiman walfaka kancane nge pressure kukanyana kyo pumitai nge pumitai man but walfaka mlilwen until ulbon kutseli rights but halgaka kwebezeli nga leangel if you do the right pressure in the right equipment, we are just vessels. So continue loving them, continue loving us, because, yeah. So with that, yeah, I just want to say thank you for allowing me this opportunity to share this space with all of you. Um, you are coaching and brewing future citizens of the world, not just South Africa. Future presidents, future Abosis Matepo, future clocks, future Simpre Lulus, and future directors of these same hospitals. So with that, Inkosin Busise, Askubegena Silwen Lempi, Askagakwit. Ladies and gentlemen,